Okay, hello everyone and welcome again to another time of standing in a place of prayer and intercession for one another. But thank you for joining us on the prayer experience today. Please, let's share this video, share it to friends and loved ones. Do this on your Twitter page, on your Facebook page, on YouTube, you know, wherever you may want to share this on your, your WhatsApp broadcast page. I think that's um, also a live page as well. Share a link and let's get more people praying at the hour of prayer. Yes, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you for those of you who have subscribed already. We do need more subscribers, so let's get more people. Okay, let's spread the word and connect with us live. Leave a comment, share your testimony, share a prayer request. We do have a hotline number that is available. You can ring in and if you want someone to pray with you, please do so. We would love to hear from you. Now we've got a very special one today. It's our dear Jane's birthday. Happy birthday, Jane. You know, it's been such a blessing knowing you, but also on the prayer experience, you've been one of our key members, prayer intercessors. We want to wish you a really, really happy birthday. But we also want to share a prayer with you today. So, Father, I just, can we all pray for Jane today? And we just pray that, Lord, that your daughter, we thank you for how you have used her amongst us. We thank you for how you have enriched her, but we also thank you for how you have brought her up and seen her grow from strength to strength. We want to pray that, God, in this new season of her life, will you open the windows of heaven to pour out a blessing over her that there won't be room enough to receive all that you have for her. We thank you, Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So please do wish Jen a happy birthday. I'm sure either she's live or she may be watching this afterwards. But then let's go into Thanksgiving. I will bless the Lord at all times. Psalm 34 verse 1. And David, King David said, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. You know, we know the story of David when he had to, flee or pretend to be a madman just before the king of Abimelech. You know, he was in a place of fear. He was in a place, you know, of solitude. He was in a place where he was alone. He feared for his life. He was dreading, you know, the, the season around him. He faced so much persecution, so much terror around him so much wasn't going the way he wanted it to be you can look around your life and you can see a similar situation where you may the devil may either be trying to bring fear across you there may be situations that may not look right um not going the way you want it to be but look at what david said i will bless the lord i choose to bless the lord at all times it doesn't matter what time it is, it doesn't matter what season it is in my life, it doesn't matter what is going on around me, it's my choice to bless the Lord. It's his praise, the qualities of the Father, the goodness of the Father, the mercies of the Father, everything that makes him great, everything that makes him God. I will celebrate all that he is. I will celebrate him for who he is to me and in my life. I want us to take a moment and just bless the Lord. 
Say, Lord, I thank you. We want to bring you praise. We want to bring you honor. We want to bring you thanksgiving for all that you have done, for who you are. You are our healer. You are our restorer. You are the God of heaven. You are our Father and you are our Lord. We want to thank you for what you have done, for how faithful you have been. You've showed us your mercies. Your compassion has never left us. You have been good to us. You've never drove, driven us away from your presence. Each time we've come into your presence, we receive the warmth of love. We receive your goodness. You've made us partakers of the covenant of heaven. We just want to praise you. We want to exalt you. We choose to bless you. No matter what is going on around us, no matter what the need is above all we choose to bless you in the mighty name of Jesus amen amen right I just want to share this word briefly with us and it's taken from the book of Jude chapter 1 verse 3 the King James Version said beloved when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. This is Paul writing, you know, to, to, to Christians and to us today, you know, one of the key words there is to contend or two key words, to contend earnestly or earnestly contend. Now, you see, this was so important for Paul to tell us by revelation. He said, I wanted to write to you something different. I wanted to write, talk to you about salvation, about the benefits of salvation, about how you can, you know, follow on with your salvation, how you can grow. But he said, but this is needful. This is important. This was necessary. God impressed this on my heart to tell you to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That sounds to me like a compound phrase there where Paul is saying, above all that you do, you've got to stand for the faith. You've got to stand for what that faith represents in your life. And I want to admonish us today that no matter what may be going on in your life, no matter what you feel, Sometimes we'll feel that we are not up to it. Sometimes we'll feel that we have failed God. Paul said to contend for that faith. What does it mean to contend? So when somebody goes to battle, <laughs> if you take on a challenge, you know, with someone, for example, if you're living in, in, in those times where, you know, they contend with spears and, <laughs> and arrows and bulls and arrows, maybe on horses back, you know, we don't do that today. But if you want to, if you put yourself out there to contend with someone else in battle, you're putting yourself out there, one, to win. Because you can't go into that kind of battle hoping you may win. You've got to be sure that you would win. Otherwise, you won't come out alive. So it's, it's the gravity of that phrase that Paul used alongside with our faith. So our faith is of utmost importance. So you can't just lie low and let the enemy walk over you. You can't go into battle 
with no certainty or no confidence or no interest of even winning. I say when that phrase, you know, came to me, it it, it reminds me of the scripture where it says the, the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. So we're contending for victory. Our Christian life is all about contending for victory. So if you want victory in life, you've got to contend for it. Contend is not, it's not a passive word. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a word that you use alongside something you do with energy, something we do, you do with, you know, strenuously, something you have to do actively. So our faith is an active action for us to say, I have prayed about that. Even though I don't see it coming, I'm going to stay in that place of faith. The Bible talks about the confession of our mouth, confession of our faith. You see, you've got to speak to things. You've got to declare your faith. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes, when I return, will I find you standing in faith? I say, will I stand, will I find you believing? Will I find you contending for the faith? If we are going to live a victorious life, if we're going to see God do amazing things for us on earth, we have to let him know that we're standing for faith. We have to let him know that we are not giving up. We have to let him know that we are ready, that we are interested, that we want it, that we want his plans for us. We have to let him know, see, that God has said, I have a plan for you. That's his part. His part is to bring about that plan into fruition. His part is to manifest his power on your behalf. But you've got to make a move. You've got to let him know that you want it. You've got to let him know, God, I want. And so Jesus said, let your, so we pray that the kingdom of God, the plan of God will come to be, come to be fulfilled here on earth in your life, in my life. So I want us to take a moment and just reflect on this and say, Lord, I have heard, I have heard you speak words to me. I have heard you tell me about the life that you have for me, about your plans for me. I have heard you speak words to me, speak, you know, you, you, you revealed yourself to me in so many ways, even in your word. You've written things down about me. You've written things down concerning my life, concerning my family. You've, you've promised me provision. You've promised me health. You promised me this grand scheme of things. You said I will be a blessing so that I, so you said you will bless me so that I will be a blessing. You've, you've spoken those words in my life, in my direction. I'm standing in faith because I want it to be. I'm standing, I'm contending for the victory. I'm contending for the win. I'm contending for the harvest of souls. I'm contending to see my children come to know you. I'm contending to see my family serve you. I'm contending to see every need met. I'm contending to see God's people delivered, saved, rescued. I'm contending to see victory 
victory in any aspect of my life. I stand in a place where I am not giving up until I see the manifestation. So with my words, I will begin to speak for the victory. I will begin to speak for all that you have said, all that you have spoken. Until we see that, Lord, we won't rest. We thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I, I, I really hope you, you, you got something out of that. You know, that you take your stand against failure. You take your stand against defeat. You take your stand against luck. You take your stand against sickness and diseases. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen praying for the church in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. It says, in, in the Good News Translation, that we must continue to hold firmly to our declaration of faith. The one who made the promise is faithful. I want us to pray for the church. You see, the church as a whole must not relent in our declaration of, of faith. Our declaration of faith is what we believe. We believe that he is the almighty God. We believe that he is the Alpha and the Omega. We believe that he sees. We believe that he rewards. We believe that Jesus is coming back again. The church mustn't relent. We mustn't change the message. I want us to pray. Pray for your church. Pray for the body of Christ in all, all over the world that we will not begin to change the message because because we think that God is slack in fulfilling his promise. The Bible says that the one who has promised is faithful. You can't take that away from him. He will, he will come. He will, he will fulfill his promise concerning everything he has declared about the church, about his body, about the body of Christ. The, the God will fulfill his promises concerning the church. I want us to pray to that. And say, Father, Lord, we want to stand. We take a stand as a church. We will not change our message for the world. We will not change the way we behave, the way we live, what we believe, because the world objects to it, because the world cannot understand it. We will not change that you are a good God because we see earthquakes and wars and things happening. These are not your doings, but as a church, we take our stand. As a church, Lord, we stand with one voice, one spirit of faith, one declaration that you are faithful that you always bring to pass that which you have promised. Things like an outpouring of your spirit upon our flesh. You always do that. You always fulfill your promise. Your words never fall to the ground. You said every word that you have spoken, that every one is emptied of its power until it's fulfilled. It, 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 it accomplishes that which is it has been released for. So we believe you, 
God, as a church, that in these latter times, we will see a reign of the Spirit of God. In this latter time, we will see the church becoming stronger and stronger. In this latter times, we will see the church walking in love. In this latter times, we will see, God, many more of your children coming to know you, walking in faith, walking in freedom, walking in liberty, being led by you, walking in faith, oh God, to see the fulfillment of your promise upon our lives as a church. You say, upon the church, you say, upon this rock, you build your church, but upon the church, we will see the kingdom of God come and be in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we believe you that all over the world, the church will stand for one, that Jesus is Lord and is coming back again. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. We're going to pray for the nations. And using this verse of scripture in Acts chapter 9, verse 6, say, this is um, Paul the apostle, his encounter when he was saw on the road to Damascus. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, arise and go into the city and you will be told what you must. You see, there are, there are men and women out there that God needs for the work. We're going to pray and say, Lord, we want to pray that they would have encounters with you. It says sometimes it's not about the theology of our faith. Sometimes it's about the power of God being revealed. Sometimes it's about Jesus revealing himself to the world. Sometimes, you know, it's not about just mere speaking to people and say, Jesus loves you. Sometimes they need an encounter from God. And that, that encounter would turn their lives the right side up. There are people out there that the enemy has bound in his chains people out there that the enemy has deluded and told them that their lives is not worth much but God needs every man and every woman and we're going to pray that God just like you did with Paul also when he was Saul and changed and transformed his life overnight or in a split moment his life was transformed transformed and he became the great Paul the Apostle and hmm. brought about so much revelation that we enjoy today. Father, we know we need the harvest. You need the harvest in this end time. And there are many more out there who haven't submitted to your will. Many out there who need that encounter. So we're praying, we're releasing our faith for them, oh God. Now, will you meet them at that point? That you know, you know that which will turn them to you. That which will cause them to repent. That which will cause their lives to be transformed. Because you have a task for them. You said to Saul on that day, I said, arise, get up. Go into the city. I've got work for you. You've got work for them, each and every one of them. 
It may be in our families. It may be in our workplaces. It may be all all over the world. It may be even those of them who are in places of influence and leadership. You've got to work for them. So, Father, we are releasing our faith that every, every harvest will not be lost, but they will hear your voice and they will turn to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We can take healing prayers. Psalm 107 verse 20. He's, in the King James Version says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent his word. This is word on mission. The word of God on mission to heal every sickness and every disease. And he rescued them from their destructions. So the enemy wants, see, anything the enemy puts on you or anything you allow the enemy to put on you isn't going to get better. He wants to see the end of you. That's what the scripture says. But we take a stand against that today, against every form of sickness and disease because of the word, because of the word that has been sent and has been released. And I want us to pray specifically for our mama today. I say, God, we're going to release those words that you are sent forth. So every word of healing that Jesus spoke, Every time Jesus came in contact with those who released their faith for healing, they received their healing. We're going to stand in faith and say, Father, come on, do this with me. Lord, we'll, we'll, we'll come in faith because your word spoken does the job. It's the word on mission, mission to heal. Lord, we'll speak on behalf of our mom and Every sickness be loosed from her body. Every pain, every disease, any form of illness be loosed of her in the mighty name of Jesus. We break your hold, Satan. We say, lose your hold and let her go (laughs) in the mighty name of Jesus. And we speak for strength that God By the day, her strength will return in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we want to see her back here on the prayer experience. We want to see her back on her feet, strong, healthy, and free to serve the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Now, we'll, we'll release that prayer as well for any other who is believing God for healing, for strength especially, because we believe by faith that you are healed. But by the day, we pray that your strength will continue to increase and continue to go stronger and continue, you will continue to mount up and you get back to normal. You get back to your everyday life. You get back to doing the things that God has called you to do in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. Father, we thank you. Let's thank him together. Father, we thank you. Thank you because faith always wins. And because we contend for the victory, we thank you for the victory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you.
Thank you for being a part of the prayer experience today. Such an honor to be here. Such an honor to pray with you from all over the world. We really want to thank you all. God bless you. Please subscribe to the audio podcast. That's going to be readily available right after the broadcast. And we are back tomorrow. It's Thursday. And we would love to see you here tomorrow. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Amen. Just cry home.